Hey fans of the new Xbox Series X exclusive, Sonic Unleashed at 60 frames per second, welcome back to Atsune Miku's Crack House. I'm your host as always, Sam Kingma. Joining me is my best friend and co-host, Miles J. Miles, have you seen the gameplay clips on No, I'm so excited though. Have you though. seen, dude, have you fucking seen Adabat? running at like a real like a real frame rate what i can say is i saw it on rpcs3 and it was eldritch dude this has come it's come to the masses now it's reached the consumer level do you think that that people will finally see the light though that they will finally see the light that sonic unleashed is good actually yes i hope so i hope so i'm seeing it turn around because I feel like in the Sonic fan base, it's already turned around. Everyone's everyone's thumbs up on Sonic Unleashed. Just because here's the deal. Because what it did bad is almost like kind of irrelevant to all the stuff it does so fucking well. You know, that's I, how I, I have feel a hot take. Game. I have an actual hot take for you, Sam. Okay, if it's about Sonic, I'm sure I'm sure it's not that hot. But go off. It is, it is not about Sonic. It's about a Sonic-adjacent thing. Okay, okay. Okay. The Werehog and Yakuza have the exact same level depth of combat, and no one is willing to admit it but me. Yeah, yeah, no. The, the combat in, in Yakuza, it's like a really simple beat-em-up. Where the, yeah, the it's, goal it's... is to just... The goal for the combat is to just... Is to sort of configure the match in such a way that you can, so you can do cool takedowns. Yeah, I mean that's that's the big thing is that like is that the heat moves are the same as the QTE finishes that Sonic can pull off. The difference is that the heat moves have some flair and some style and some presentation that make them really fun to do. It's also not even like <laughs> because the problem with the QTE ease in the werehog is it's like it's it's like he does the punch and then it slows down you have to press x or y or a or b or whatever and i hate that shit i just i hate i'm i love that shit oh it's bad the problem is that it's randomized whereas but the thing is that the heat actions are very similar which is that you you press a button after lowering their hp enough to activate an an automatic finishing move that just ends their life immediately yeah but it's yeah it's a little more complicated than that it depends like what heat move you do is predicated on how much heat how much heat you have in your meter if your level's one two or three like if you're, you know, in front of the opponent, if you're behind the opponent, if you're carrying an item, if you're carrying a specific item, if you're by the bike rack, if you're by the cliff in this one specific area of the game, like all this shit. And that and it's the creativity in just the yeah. sheer violence of the heat actions that make them so entertaining. But performing them, it's all about just when you press the Y button. You only ever press the Y button. And once you press it, you watch the heat action and enjoy the animation. Well, there, there very... are a couple of heat actions that that require you that yeah, that require you to hit a, certain things on a handful. On time. A handful do require yeah. you to to mash X a couple times. Um, but that, that's crazy. that's what I'm saying is that like grab, those combat yeah. those combat systems kind of similar. And if you yeah, can just yeah, if you can just same. think about it like that, really, the Werehog is a lot less miserable. It's Dude, just that Yakuza levels are not 90 minutes long. 
I mean, I mean, honestly, like in my opinion, like a, a more accurate comparison for the Werehog is is classic God of War on PS2. That's that is more accurate, but it's it's more funny to compare it to Yakuza to because Yakuza. people, people get really sensitive about Yakuza's combat. I don't. Here's the deal. It's cool. There's some fun like techie style shit you can do in it. That's like neat. It's not that deep. It's okay. Like it's yeah, not like a big that, deal. That's and that's fine. I need. I. I just. I need. I need to preface that. That is fine. It is not the intention. And and I think what's his face? Whoever made the series, um, Toshihiro you know, Nagoshi. Yeah, yeah. Um, Toshihiro. Or he's the, he's at least the creative director. I don't know if he was actually the creator of the first game, but he's been the lead. The Monkey Ball so Man. Um, yeah, basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the Monkey Ball Man. Um, has said like the whole point of those fights is is not that it's like an action game where you can just like it's not Bayonetta or DMC where you can just style on the enemies and win the fight. Like he he wanted it to be like a trading of blows, like an accurate kind of experience of getting the shit kicked out of you by people and still winning the fight so like that's yeah that's why there's a lot of these these enemies who just have like super armor or can just like attack through your attacks um, yeah you just like take that. a shit ton of damage in the game it's all about yeah, because just it's, it's, like... it's supposed to be a gamified example of like you are actually like trading blows both of you are getting the shit kicked out of you yeah and it's and it's great it's completely uh mitigated by the way pro tip for anyone who wants to play the yakuza games your items should be like three fourths of your your item inventory should just be stamina XXs that heal like sixty five percent of your HP because you always have access to the inventory menu, so you could just have like so much you could just carry these and never fucking die, um and then just enjoy the fucking combat and just fucking styling on them fucking hoes, you know kicking them into the into the into the uh, the bike rack. That's probably my favorite one. I mean, kick him in the bike rack. You just fucking slam the bike on him. It's so fucking brutal. I love Yakuza. It's not that deep though. That's fine. I I have no issue with that. It's just that was that was a a, a thought I had that haunted me. That I was like, wait a second. These are very <laughs> similar, except one has a jump button. Yes, yeah. God of War is clearly the inspiration, but like I would not be surprised if internally they were like, oh well, yeah, Yakuza, you know, similar system there. I, I mean, here's the deal. Here's the deal. If we're really being honest and breaking it down, Sonic Unleashed Werehog, it's been a while, but it's probably a quote unquote deeper combat system than Yakuza. Like actually, like straight up deeper. <laughs> However, I think that, Yakuza's that might combat be is true. way more fun. No, I, I think it is true. I mean, do you know, like, first of all, the EXP system. That Sonic games had for like a for, since like Sonic and the Secret Rings and Unleash does this and like a couple others do this shit where Sonic has like can level up and like get just bit faster it like he can it it unleashed the Werehog has like eight XP bars of shit you can do you can yes. get more combos you can raise your attack raise your defense raise your health all this shit. And it goes up to, like, level 99 or something. It's level and 60 for everything in the game. Oh, 60? Okay, thank you. So, you get a ton of stuff. It's way more complicated as a beat-em-up. For the sheer fact that it has, it has fucking two buttons, you know? It uses That's two true. attack buttons. That Like, where... I actually do specifically remember, like, there being a combo in that game that I actually found to be... 
like a dominant level combo that's not like the basic XXX or YYY where I think it was XXYYY has uh, two straights and then it ends with a with a whirl attack that has an AOE effect. And I was like, this is kind of great. This is kind of great. Yeah, here's the deal. It's like fun. I think the Werehog's fun. The problem with the Werehog, in my opinion, is really not the gameplay. The gameplay is okay. The problem is the fact that the levels are 35 minutes long. They take a fucking eternity to finish. And that gameplay is fun for like 15 of those 35 minutes. And it just drags and drags and drags. And God forbid you get a game over. You want to just shoot yourself. Oh, it's miserable. Because that game's kind of all. Hard, it also has a I great... It also has a great death scream if you fall. Ah! <laughs> ah! Dude, shout out to shout out Jason Griffith, dude. I miss shout him. Out Jason I miss Griffith. him. He's great. I I think Roger Craig Smith does a great job as Sonic, but Jason Griffith re- he really came into his own with the character. I feel. Yeah. Um, no, he. It's it's to me that is Sonic. That is the voice of Sonic. Yeah. Also, I gotta give, of course, respect to Ryan Drummond, the 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 OG video game voice in Adventure, Adventure Two, and Heroes. He is a great. He's a great voice. Yes, he and, was great. Very he's great memorable. for those games. Like he's great yeah. for the writing of those games. However, the way Sonic writing evolved over time, Jason Griffith and and, and Roger Craig Smith, I feel like are all good for like the writing that Sonic was going with at the time. I mean, Jason's a little rough because he's really rough in Shadow um, and 06, too. He's also not too good in. But he starts getting better around Secret Rings and then really, really does well in Unleashed On. What what you're saying is that uh, Alex Drummond or Ryan Drummond or whatever. Ryan Drummond. Yeah, what you're saying is that Ryan Drummond has the perfect voice to be drowned out by bad audio mixes. Yeah, it's, yeah, you know, it's rough. You know what's funny? I'm what if I? Though. What if during while you said this, I just played like a Sonic Adventure song way too loud over everything that you were saying? Not only, by the way, for the record, not only is the audio poorly mixed, the audio is also the layering in some scenes on the audio is fucked up. So obviously, the, obviously, the most infamous one is. is is faker you seem to be the fake hedgehog i'll make you i'll make you eat those words like that's the that's the infamous one where the where the track layering's fucked up but the by far the the worst one that the real sonic fans love is the cgi 45 second cgi scene of them on the shuttle in space when sonic like when Sonic like takes control of the fucking shuttle and steers it into an asteroid and all the master emerald shards fly out in the fucking vacuum space, which, you know, sets up Knuckles going to Meteor Herd to go get get them back, you know, um, and the la- the audio layer that scene is like so bad that <laughs> they're going to be like, wait, we're going to crash. But like someone is scream like Amy and the tail starts screaming two seconds. Before someone's like, we're going to crash or anything. <laughs> I remember happens. this. I it's remember this. fucking wild. It's fucking wild. But shout out to Sonic Adventure 2. Fucking great game. Iconic classic. Really, really goofy. Really goofy audio mixing. Really not good audio mixing. 
It's just like this show. Iconic classic with really not good audio mixing. Yeah. Actually, I think we do a fine job. I think we do a fine job. It's pretty good. I'd say I'd say our podcast is is pretty good. It caution it crosses the threshold of something I have referred to to my friends when we talk on like Discord or or you know wherever else called you know saying it's like your 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 mic is not podcast material, but it's it's toler but you know it's tolerable for for being on the phone with you. But like I wouldn't want to record a, a, a audio piece and listen back to this, you know. Yeah, but Miles, have you been doing anything interesting this week? Uh, yeah, I have a couple of things that I I can talk about. Um, now that we got the first thirteen minutes out of the way, <laughs> the first thirteen minutes are always some of the funniest because it's literally just I will just get in this call, and whatever you say first is the next ten minutes of my life, and and it's sometimes it's wonderful because because. We got interrupted by uh, someone emailed me, and it took priority. I had to, I had to answer this email. But we got interrupted because you were about to talk about for the next ten minutes Connie's Buster Sword from Steven Universe, and like you just like you got maybe ten seconds in before I had to do something else, and it and it kind of sucked because I really wanted to hear that. So is it okay? Oh if yeah. If you tell me about Connie's Buster Sword from Steven Universe. Yeah, so it, it this ties into to something I wanted to also shout out to the audience. Riverdale is back for its five episode like mini season event that the CW is doing to wrap up for the end of the year, I think. And it's episodes ninety six through a hundred is what what this is going to be. And it's a crossover with with Sabrina Spellman and Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. And the first episode was fucking insane. I don't want to say anything about it, but it was just the most insane bad shit shit I've ever seen. And it was made me think back to the very first season of Riverdale. And just imagine, like, what if you sat someone down and you saw and they watched and sit them down. You watch four or five episodes of Riverdale season one. And then you just show them this. And you say nothing. It would be... They would be like, what the fuck? Like, what happened? I, I would... Miles, the questions would be in the thousands. <laughs> like, that's how much craziness has happened. And I had a, an experience like that that you reminded me of earlier in this call. Now, I don't remember how we got started talking about Steven Universe, but you you mentioned how the opening of Steven Universe, like later on in Steven Universe Future, where it mentions where we've come so far, and it shows all, like, 19 fucking Crystal Gem characters, and Connie has a Buster Sword. And that reminded me of the time that I pulled up Cartoon Network you know, I was probably late in high school. Actually, no, maybe I was back from college. And I've seen a couple episodes of Steven Universe here and there. I probably saw about like 15, a smattering of 15 episodes across the first two seasons. Um, so I was familiar with the main characters and the general plot idea of like what was happening. Um, but I didn't really like know the lore. And... Lo and behold, I turned on Cartoon Network and it's like, oh, Steven Universe brought me on. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll watch some of this. And it was like 
one of the later seasons. It was like season, you know, later season three, early season four, when they changed the opening and it's like sung differently and it's, and they have their new outfit, the new drip on. And it goes by and it does the iconic scene where the fucking car Daytona drifts um, through Beach City and, and Connie's there. And she just has this big ass fucking cloud strife buster sword. And I was like, what the fuck happened? What What's going on now in the show? First, I thought Steven couldn't attack. What he has, he could summon a Captain America shield now. And Connie has, is Cloud Strife now. It garnets two people. <laughs> I think the craziest one is when they had the Brawlhalla Steven Universe crossover. Oh, awesome. Dude, and, so sick. And I just, I watched the trailer and I just see the name Steve Ani. And and I just see like like a brown skinned Steven fucking people up with a sword, and I was like, no fucking way, no way those two fused together. Oh yeah, dude, the f- dude the fusions, it's kind of fucked up. It's like one of the problems with the later seasons, but the fusions get so absurd later on. Like, shout out in the spoilers for the movie, uh, Greg fuses, excuse me, Steve fuses, Steven fuses with Greg, his dad, um, for a musical number, Steg, and he has four arms, (laughs) and plays one of those guitars with two necks. Oh, like, um, like, like the band Nitro? Yeah, yeah, one of those things. Yeah, that shit's fucking wild. Um, it's fucking, they all fuse together at one point, like all four of them. It just gets fucking crazy. <laughs> but yeah, a good show, Steven Universe. I, I reckon, I, I recommend it. It's a good watch. I believe it. I can't wait to not watch it because I don't. Watch I, I don't. New. I don't think you'd like it, Miles. That's you know maybe what, that's you fair. would. No, here's the thing. You might like. No. You can't, I don't feel like you can, you can like things if there's, if you have problems with it. Like, I don't uh, feel like you That's not entirely it, true. I mean, right, it, let it me, depends let me on the problems. It depends on the problems. Because I think there are some things that I can have problems with and I can enjoy them. But the problems have to be with the, like, they, they, they can be with the characters. I'm fine with there being problems with the characters. Yeah. Um. And I'm fine with there being problems with the world-building logic. I don't give a shit about world-building. I could fucking care less about your fucking world. It's not interesting. It's stupid. It's not impressive. Fuck your world. All right? I hate it. Fuck you and your world. This I, I, could, I could do a whole thing about how, how these fucking Zoomers on fucking TikTok value world-building too much. Because people don't, people aren't writers anymore, Sam. They don't write stories. They just make worlds. And they drop their OCs in them. And I just, and it's boring. And I hate it. Yeah, but, but f- fuck those people. F- fuck those people. Yeah, fuck those people. My thing with, so, I think that, my thing with Steven Universe, that I think you, my idea where I think you'd have issues is there's, it does a lot of things well, like 
it do, it does a lot of things well in like season two and three. It really gets to take its time with a lot of stuff and really flesh and build stuff out, and it ends up in really rewarding moments in the narrative. And once you get to season four and especially season five, a lot of shit gets rushed through, and a lot of moments that should have be- that should have been really built up to or really worked through just kind of suddenly happen. And it's like, yeah, everything's like fixed now. And it's like, oh, wait, what? Yeah, you're right. That I would have a problem with that. I would have a significant yeah. problem with that. But there is still a lot of good in there, even if it doesn't end the strongest. And I actually like the epilogue. I like Steve Universe Future quite a bit. People kind of shit on it because, again, similar problems. It doesn't fully get to like, it kind of has to rush to the end. But I think what's there still like was like pretty good, you know. Like that's kind of how I feel. It's like what's still here is like pretty good, but it. I really think season five is the way it is because they weren't sure if they were going to get a season six. Like I really that think happens a lot. There's a couple of shows that that you you can like tell you can just tell they're trying to figure out what to do because they're not sure what's going on. Yeah, and so, so yeah, that's kind of how I feel. So I feel like that's that's I f- I feel like you'd kind of feel like a little annoyed in like maybe the later seasons of of the show where I was just kind of like I just kind of let that shit like wash over me. I was just like I'm just here to I'm just enjoying the ride, you know. I'm that's working fair. fucking full time. I need some shit to watch in the train. I'll take literally anything. But, so uh I mean I it's been an, a, a both an eventful and uneventful week. I mean it's been a couple weeks, I guess, 2 weeks now. Because we were just fucking around last week because I fucked up the episode export and it took a million years to get the right one. Uh, but a uh, bit of an eventful week. I finished Castle in the Clouds, the Pixel Teishoku uh, video game starring the biggest pair of boobs you've ever seen in your life. Um, game's really good. I actually, I uh, high recommendation for me. I, th- I think it's, You told I think me it's just... it was in your top three games of 2021. Yes, which might still be the same because I played another game that is easily my favorite game of this year. Shin Megami Tensei 5? Shin Megami Tensei 5, dude. Oh my god. Oh my god. Every now every now and then I play a game where I'm like, is this it? Is this it? And Shin Megami Tensei 5 is it i have have a couple problems with with like the frame rate especially the frame rates fucking apparently it's coming to pc in february rumor yeah and you know that's but that's what i've been saying to everyone that is the most temporary problem technology for video games is not an issue if you have a problem with load times in three years it's not going to be a problem anymore yeah my, my my thing is this is i think it's totally valid to criticize and and complain about it but also that's a that's a, a that's a problem that can be fixed down the line, right? Like, yeah. shout out to Tom's second look. He's been playing it. He's right. He's doing a guide for a turnstile on it, and he told me he's like, dude, because I, I told him it was coming to PC, and he's like, Switch is the only problem with this game. Yeah, so. that's that's more or less how I feel. Um, and and but the thing is that I have never felt more disconnected from the horny culture. Probably since Lady Dimitrescu, like where where I'm just like y'all are on something else. I don't see it. 
I just don't see it. Where, like, everyone's like, oh, Lady Demetrescu, I want to smell her musky asshole. And I'm like, bro, I don't get it. She's, like, 78, and and her face is, like, disgusting and wrinkly. I don't get it. I just, I don't fucking get it. Yeah. Um, but it's, well, okay, hang on. I have to send you two pictures because I took, I took uh, a quiz called... It was basically it was it was a uh, bottom bingo and top bingo, and I need you to look at the difference in my results for bottom and top bingo. It's like bottom bingo. I think what there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight things circled out of twenty five, and then top bingo. There are one, two, three, four, five spaces not occupied by something. So like. Like, if, if you're like, Miles, how come you don't like Lady Demetresque? This is why. This is why. Because I don't need to be stepped on. It's not an... It's... I do the stepping. I do the stepping. That's my job. I don't need you. I don't need you, you. vampire lady. I don't need you. Bow! 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 Soldier boy, tell. Soldier boy, tell. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sidetrack us just slightly. I'm gonna sidetrack us just slightly to say, do you know the song Spin Music? No. That's the song with the lyric, ice cream scooping, shitting, pooping. Have you heard this lyric? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's used in memes. But, it, but, but it goes like, ice cream scooping, shitting, pooping. Is it, is that like the flow of it? Or is that, or yeah, is no, it it's different? ice cream scooping, Shitting, pooping, like, like, there's, like, Mike Shinoda, Mike Scream, scooping, shitting, pooping, ice cream, scooping! (laughs) That's my Chester Bennington, may he rest in peace. Um, Yeah, but, like, there, there's, we talk a lot about the Spongebob N-word video, um, like, how that's just, like, a perfect, uh, It's a perfectly composed, perfectly timed comedic experience. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I think that, that, that the lyrics to spin music are, are perfectly composed because the ice cream scooping is like, that's the setup. Like, okay, this is, this is the lyric. And you, you think it's going to be like, you know, like, like ballin', hoopin'. Yeah. You know, or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Like. Yeah, um, you know, balling, hooping, like really easy to, really yeah. easy to hear. And then you hear shitting, and you have like 0. 0.5 seconds, maybe 0. 0.3 seconds to think, okay, he's going to say shitting and then something, something cool, right? You know, like shitting and, and maybe some drug, you know, that he's doing. Like, wait, wait, I got to be honest. When I hear Ice cream scooping, shitting. My mind's immediately like he's saying pooping. The, the, I don't think he's saying anything else. Th- this is where that here's the deal, Miles. You might be right, and I might be the anomaly because I think about I th- I am always thinking about poop. You know, I, <laughs> that's the name I of the def- episode. I definitely think about shit way more than the average American does. No, like, I, I probably. Guaranteed. I don't know. I. Because I don't know, I, I might have to take a survey on this, because I don't know how much is average. Because I thought that I did, but when I started hanging out with my friend group in college that, like, I've continued to hang out with, I'm like, oh, I don't think about pooping nearly as much as these people. Like, yeah, yeah, like, well, I, I, have I, this... I just don't. 
I have so I I mean I mean I have this fucking mental condition where I will just refuse to not shit anywhere that's like not my house. No, I I, I just I, that's won't me too. do it. That's me too. I think a lot of people but, will will empathize with that. Yeah, but like Miles, I made it through my, the entirety of high school, the entirety of like junior high and like K through twelve. Ever had I never went to shit at school. Never had to go. Would always hold through. Just and just refused to go anywhere that was not my house. I just refused to do it. No, I literally I made I made the exact same commitment and I made it. That was it's it's no not November and then there's no shit no public shit <laughs> no uh, no school shitting no school shit no no school shit September. <laughs> that uh, there's but but, um, that, but but it was no sh- no school shitting every day of my life. Yeah, yeah. That which which fair. You should. That's exactly how it should be. Um one of one of my uh one of my favorite um memes is there's a podcast uh that has don't pee January. And there's just like the name itself is the funniest thing you've ever fucking heard. Cuz cuz it's not no pee January. It's don't pee January. And you just picture Todd McFarlane with the gun like <laughs> Turn off your lights. Yeah. Don't Instead pee turn January. Off your lights, don't pee January. Don't pee for a whole month. Yeah, just like... <laughs> so anyway, spin music. Just the perfect perfect comedic composition because after shitting and you have three... Here's the thing. You have 0.3 seconds where there is ambiguity as to what he will say next. If you are prepared for him to say pooping, all power to you. If you're not prepared, it hits you like a freight train. But then... There is like a little echo effect, right? Like a you know, like a, a back backing vocal that just goes shitting, pooping, shitting, pooping, and like <laughs> you get it twice. You get it twice. Hold on, how I want to hear this in the song. I'll play. I'll play this. I'll play this for the podcast too. But please do. Ice cream, ice cream scooping, shitting, pooping, shitting, pooping. Okay. After he says scooping, the backing track says ball, which sets you up, as you said, to think he's going to say balling, hooping. But then he says shitting. And if you're watching the music video, it's, it's, it's filmed at a Dutch angle at like, you know, 30 degrees cocked. 35 degrees, yeah. 35 degrees cocked. Um, camera in the middle of some abandoned parking lot with him and like I don't know what kind of car that is. Looks, I don't know. I don't know. It looks like a, like a Bond vehicle, but like an American. You know, I don't fucking know what this shit is. Uh, he's got a car behind him, and he has these like fucking Sonic the Hedgehog after image effects on him, and he and he leans it with this you know bottle of Henny or whatever. He leans into it, and he goes pooping, and it's. It's pretty wild. Yeah, that shit's that's just that's just pretty wild. It's 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 a good one. It's a pretty funny one. Good um, job, Tusi. Featuring yeah, great work. Fivio Foreign. <laughs> great work. Whoever that was who did the lyric, great work. Yeah, but anyways, I've never felt so disconnected from horny culture in my life. Because all the porn of the main character, the Nahobino, is like He's like a submissive, like he's got like a little two inch dick. Like a friend of mine has sent me a lot of these because he's really into the Nahobino and I'm like, hey, more power to you. But like, it's like always him like posing like a woman, like wearing like, like, like a, a string bikini 
um and his little dick you can just see it and it's like it's like the size of my fucking thumb when i curl my thumb into my hand like this it's like tiny but like in the game he's such a fucking feral badass like like literally every single it's impossible for him to be nice in that game every single like text prompt he has is like like the nice option is him saying like i guess so and the mean option is him saying like i would never associate with a monster like you like, and he's saying this to, like, just, like, a random demon, right? Like, this character is so fucking raw. He has this one move that I can't remember the name of because I don't, I just don't pay attention to the names of these attacks because they're all bullshit. Um, it's, it's, hey, do you want to lower the uh, enemy's uh, defense? Maybe you should catch Matakundine. That'll help, that'll help you do it. Like, just thank God for the description of the attack so I don't have to fucking memorize any of this shit. You go into a Final Fantasy menu, and it says, Fire, Fyra, Fyraga. And I go, great. I know what all of these do. I don't need, I don't need anything more. Um, but, but you go into a fucking, uh, you go into a fucking SMT menu, and it's like, hey, you trying to pick between Agi or Bufu? What you, what you going Or Zio, or Zio. Yeah, Zio. Zeodyne. We're we're like okay. Dragon Quest has has a funny meme names, right? They got the they got the funny they got the funny the names. sound effect names. Sizz, yeah, yeah. Sizz and Crackle. But like that shit makes sense because that's what fucking fire does. It sizzles. Once right? you like, once you the Dragon Quest is e- is easy because it's like oh yeah, fire sizzes, ice like yeah, it does, like cracks or whatever. Okay, um. Zap is the I think is also the lightning for in uh yeah easy yeah super super and then yeah and then the stat ones are a little confusing but it's it says it in the description so it's fine yeah so it's um, fine yeah but like like dude SMT like reminds me like because I I genuinely was like falling out of it with JRPGs where I was like it's all I'm just like pressing attack and just the story's just being like thrown at me and SMT is the first time where I'm like dude. Every fucking turn is the most exciting thing I've ever done. Every turn, I'm just like, I'm here. I'm here to kick these demons' fucking asses. And if and if any of these numbers games don't go my way, I'm having a bad day. This shit is awesome. This is... Like, okay, maybe the ending will suck. I don't know. It always happens to me. Uh, but this is probably my favorite game of the year. Uh, I'm so happy about it. But, like, the Nahobino is so fucking cool... And he's so feral. He's got this one attack where, like, his fucking hand extends outward. And he fucking runs it. He, like, does that that jumping lunge. And he swipes them, right? Like, he just swipes them. Does, like, an uppercut with his extended hand. His fingers are glowing like a claw. Like a tiger's claw. And it just... There's this, like, trail. This, this trail. This afterimage. And the whole screen fucking freezes. And he... Like, he just screams. He's like, like, just so feral and awesome. Everything he does is so cool. And he's got this deep voice. I'm playing with the Japanese voice pack. And the reason I'm playing with the Japanese voice pack, Sam, besides the obvious that English is a cringe language uh, made for made by colonizers. That's a joke for you leftists. Uh, (laughs) That's a that's a joke for the TikToks, uh, TikTokers out there. They love that word. They love they love they love that word. Um, But uh, um. The, the reason I'm playing with the Japanese is that there's a demon named Anima Nozako, who's sort of like, um, you know, like a Midna Tattle kind of like sassy guide character, right? Yeah. Uh, and you will never guess who voices this character. Satania. Satania. Satania, baby! Let's go! You knew that already, didn't you? Yes, I did. 
Oh yeah, dude. Oh my god, she gives such a good performance too. There's there's a there's some parts with her, um, in some side quests where like I'm like I've literally never heard her act like this before. This is awesome. SMT five looks great. Yeah, I can't wait to play the hottest JRPG on Nintendo Switch, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond. And Shining Pearl. I can't wait. Yeah, dude, throw so, that shit in the trash. Dude. I'm throw so, that in the trash. I have to I have to play play Pokemon for turnstile, but my I the pre-review has already been written. The thesis of it is do not spend your $60 on this game and buy SMT5 instead. Yeah, and that's like, the right You should advice. not be playing Pokemon this year. You should be playing Shin Megami Tensei 5. Don't don't do what I have to do. Don't don't play these B tier remakes of fucking Pokemon Diamond or Pearl. Play SMT five. Play something actually good. <laughs> it is funny how much how much we do that we don't want to do for content. Because you know who's still chugging along with this no nut November bullshit, Sam? You. Me. I fucking made it. Day seventeen. Uh and pl- and I'm going with plus two, so day nineteen, technically, dude. I'm my balls are so full of fucking semen. I look like a fucking tanuki down there. Yeah, you were telling me you've having having some trouble sleeping recently. Oh my god! Oh my sleep is fucked up by my balls, dude. Are you sure it's that? Are you sure it's that? I mean, like, or, here's or the is... thing: it's either that or or it's something that that like maybe anxiety or stress, but like. I don't know, like, it feels like the, like, here's the thing, I can already feel that my emotions are out of whack, because shit that would roll off my fucking back normally, shit I wouldn't get mad about, I'm like, I'm like, dude, this is like a bigger fucking deal than it should be, like, every single time, every single time, and it is because, like, I'm pretty sure that my, like, the, the balance of, of, uh, testosterone in my body is out of whack, it's more than I'm used to, so, fuck it, fuck it, you know, what I do for content, by the way, the content isn't even good, Content isn't even good. I just talking about my. There is no content. That's the problem. There 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 really is no content. Well, I was hoping other than like descend into madness. I thought I would descend into madness because I couldn't jack off. Well, no, you're just slightly miffed. Yeah, I'm just like I'm just mildly annoyed, which I'm always mildly annoyed. Yeah, don't you listen to the show? Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, I was really fucking hoping that, that by doing this whole no-no November shit, I would get something really fucking funny out of it. And, it. and and so far, it's just like, all right, I just wake up and sometimes I'm angry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's... Yeah. How many times have you nutted me? in this month, Sam? This month? Like, probably seven, eight. No way. This was your idea. Yeah, yeah, I fell off the fucking boat. Dude, do you know how many, like, how much, like, shit I, like, write that I just am like, nah, this sucks. And just just throw it out. Oh, yeah, no, I believe that. Or just how many, like, things I'm, like, interested in and look into and be like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I did yeah, it for I believe a couple that. days and fell off the boat and was like, yeah, whatever, I don't give a shit. Meanwhile, I'm out here. 
Yeah, you're out. You're out here. You're out here, which I respect. I do genuinely, genuinely respect. Man of his word. Putting, the the putting only reason work. I'm doing No Not November besides that is to prove that it's fucking stupid and that these fucking Redditors who can't apply for a job because they're too busy masturbating are just are just cowards and pussies and they don't need a whole month. They don't need a whole fucking month. It's a waste of your time. It's a giant waste of all your time. Jack off. Be free. Have fun. Don't do what I did. All right? It's not that hard. It's really not that hard. It, it, oh, dude. Okay. I. So the fu- speaking of fucking stupid holidays... I, I saw the trailer for fucking Spider-Man No Way Home came out, and at the end of it, did you see this? No, what? I did see okay. a screenshot where Electro is wearing Tim's, and oh, that's yeah. really funny. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> he really do be electrocuting. <laughs> Motherfucker, goddamn it! Yeah, yeah. At the end of the episode, at the end Some of the episode, Spider-Man. At the end of, <laughs> at the end of <laughs> So, biter man. <laughs> so, and, and, and so at the at the end of the, the trailer, it's it, the 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 trailer voice comes up, uh, and he and he goes, it's like, in only in it's only in theaters, December night, like seventeenth, um, and then it says pre pre order tickets live on Spider Monday, and it's like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> Spider I had Monday. Re- for the record, a lot of shit happens in this trailer. The only time I rewound was when I heard fucking that at the end. Spider Monday? Are you fu- are you fucking kidding me? Spider Monday, which is November 22nd or the it's Monday, November 22nd or the 29th. I think it's the 29th. Um and it's yeah, it's Spider Monday. Tickets live, Spider Monday. It's like, what the fuck? Tarantula Tuesday. Who? Spider Monday? The sharks <laughs> I think it's get a full be, fucking week. I think it's supposed to be like Cyber Monday. And they th- and they thought that was a good pun. They were like, that sounds kind of like cyber. Spider. Is that? Dude. Fuck. Miles, you're right. Miles, you're absolute. Wait. Wait a minute. No. Okay. Here's. All right. The age old question. Let's sell this debate once and for all, Miles. Is Cyber Monday the Monday after Thanksgiving and Black Friday or the Monday before the week of Thanksgiving and Black Friday? It's it's after. It's after? Okay. Because I see people out here doing shit on the Monday before Thanksgiving and Black Friday. And I'm not a fan of that. I like it after. Yeah, I do. Let as me well. attempt. Let me attempt to do some Black Friday. Which, by the way, fuck Black Friday shopping. I never do that shit. My yeah, my parents and brother have gone out and they've gotten a TV a couple times, but like, fuck that shit, dude. Not worth my time. No, any of those deals are not worth my. Oh, not worth that hassle. Nothing. No deals are worth that hassle. <sighs> I just, you know. I'm just I'm just thinking about because you remember Sketch, my fake Pixar movie? Yeah. They released the trailer for a new Pixar film called Seeing Red. Have you seen this? Or Turning Red. You know, it it's funny. I actually wanted to to also talk to you about the that Disney movie that's actually like coming out or is out called Encanto or some shit. 
So I don't we'll know talk this. about. I don't know the shit. Oh, okay, awesome. That's perfect for what I want to say. But let's talk about seeing red first, and then we'll double back to that. All right. I, I've so... seen the initial trailer, like the initial reveal trailer, and it's yeah. about a girl who turns into a monster, right? Red panda. Yeah, she turns into a red panda. Okay. Um, I'm not racist, but inclusivity ruined Pixar. Actually, that's not. That's a complete fucking. That's a joke. Uh, because Pixar has done these really great stories using other, you know, other cultures. Probably the cultures of the directors and and creators. Um, they have done these great stories using using other cultures and other cultural touchstones. Um, the problem is, uh, those are like. They're just not as good. They're just not as good because before, when it was all white people, they had to just invent a new fucking world. They they because white people yeah, have like nothing. France. White people have nothing. They have they have they they have uh they have bottled water. White culture is bottled water, Sam. That's all they have. All right, that's all they have. They got what? What else is white culture? Fucking cargo pants, hamburgers. Cheese hamburgers, yeah, Germans, yeah, that's that's a German thing. White culture totally counts. Simon and Garfunkel, like what? What? What do white people have? Elvis, yeah, they got Elvis. Yeah, that counts. Except now Elvis belongs to the Hawaiians, thanks to uh, thanks to Lilo and Stitch. Also the we Japanese, got, got, thanks to JoJo uh, Part Eight. <laughs> yeah, what? What else? What else we got? We got uh. Mayonnaise. I don't like bacon. Like, like fuck, what? Fuck what do you mayonnaise. got? Fuck you got mayonnaise. bacon. We do have bacon. Bacon's pretty good. Yeah. There's nothing. But but so it, like but they, had, so, so they had to invent ruined, whole worlds. They had to Pixar, invent whole worlds saying? and yeah. Well, they had to invent whole worlds before, and now you have this this like group of people who like they can just be like, what if I just told a story from my country? That's great. I love it. I respect you. Stop. Stop it. I don't care. Um, Because here's the thing, Sam. Soul. Soul is a quintessentially black film. It deals with jazz. It takes place in Harlem. But Soul is also a fucking story. It's like a real... Like, it's it's based on, on a philosophical concept... And it and it and 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 I think that movie's like kind of childish. Like you were talking, we were talking about that. Like there are there are points in which it's a little too goofy for me. That was my initial problem with the trailer. But like everything that happens in the real world is so like well thought out and so like grounded and personable and and true to like the the real the the experience of real people who are chasing after a dream. Right there, there is not this element of of it just being like, hey. What about Scotland? What if we just told a story that took place in in Scotland or Ireland? I think it's Ireland. Yeah. Yes. What if we yes. just did that? Or like or like even as much as I like Coco, Coco is just like like the best parts of Coco have nothing to do with with like the, you know, the whole day of the dead thing. It has everything to do with 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 this journey of this musician. Like Oh, that's the, all the, the emotional yeah. parts. Yeah, but that the, movie's great. Yeah, I like it, that and movie a lot. It uses the Day of the Dead as a backdrop, kind of. Yeah, it uses Day of the Dead as as a sort of excuse to to, to have this character go on a journey, um, you know, to discover their their lineage, right? Yeah, that works. 
Yeah, like, I think, yeah, I think that movie kind of works. But, like, you have, like, Luca, right? And, like, like every joke about Luca is just that, like, it takes place in Italy. Like, people are like, man, the Italian fantasy world of Luca sure is exciting. Like, that's, like, the that's like the big joke about the movie, even though people like that film. that Like, the joke is that Pixar has created all these great worlds, and now it's just like, oh, we're in Italy now. And, like, all right, look, they did France. They did France for Ratatouille. The thing about Ratatouille... Is that Ratatouille was 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 like a Pixar movie for people my age now? It was a Pixar movie for fucking old people, for for like twenty somethings who believe in dreams still. That's what that movie's for. Like every every fucking every fucking modern Pixar movie is just like yeah, I don't know, cars. Cars takes place in America, but cars rule the fucking earth, which literally all it does is make people question where the fuck these cars come from, which is how the term chussy came about, which is a car's pussy, which it should be cussy, but I digress. So is that like the, the exhaust? Yeah, it's the exhaust pipe. The, the ch- I'm, I'm never saying that. Yeah, no, I, you shouldn't. You shouldn't say that. Yeah, but like, like seeing red is is just like when I when I saw the excuse or like not the excuse, the setup for how she turns into a red panda, where it's like she put like this like this woman pulls out a, a scroll and she's like, our ancestors had a deep connection to the red pandas of China, uh, Japan. I don't know. I can't. Where the fuck are red pandas from? I think they're Japanese. Oh no. But like either way, like she pulls out this wall scroll and you see this kind of like like ukiyo looking painting um and 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 it's just like a picture of like these two like you know like very brushstroke people being embraced by a red panda and i'm like i hate this i can't explain why i i i do but i hate this because it's just like you just fucking know that like this can't just be like a thing right this can't just be like oh they have an asian family right we have we have a, a family of, of Chinese or Japanese people. Their daughter turns into a red panda, and the whole red panda thing is just it's it's just a reference to the fact that that is a relevant animal in that culture, right? No, it yeah. has to be mythic. It has to be like this deeply rooted in in a mythos in the mythos of our family. And I'm like, why can't we just like why can't we just have a normal story that like is inclusive, like fucking soul that just happens to take place within this community? And it doesn't involve ancient Chinese magic. You know? Like, why can't we have a story that just takes place in fucking Mexico and doesn't and doesn't involve, like, you know, and, do, and doesn't involve the entire mythos of fucking Quetzalcoatl or whatever? Like, uh, Hold on. Let me ask you. So I'm curious. Do you have a, like, do, do you share, like, a, do you share this issue with, like, a movie like Princess and the Frog? Where, where it no, features, and, like, New Orleans fucking black juju magic? <laughs> No, and I'll, and I'll tell you why. All right, okay. I'll, I'll explain why. And and here's the thing. I don't have a problem with it in, in Seoul either. I don't have a problem with it in Seoul because as much as it is rooted in the black community, the black community is made up of real fucking people who have real fucking circumstances. And it takes place in New York, a city where, where people are kind of like disillusioned. You know, you know they're, they're doing – like there's, there's all these weirdos and crazy people throughout New York. There are people who like move there to, to follow their dreams, things like that. It's the perfect – setting for a story about the afterlife and about a story and a story of legacy right and when you have a movie like the book of life which is directed by the el tigre guy um and that's so like thoroughly focused on mexican culture like to me that feels really like authentic like that that is a man who is telling 
the story of his own country in a really interesting way. He he is he is bringing a very authentic version of that story to the screen, right? And for me, the early trailer of Turning Red is her being embarrassed and turning into a red panda. And she's like running through the town or the teaser. She's like running through the town. She's like trying to get away from people. And I was like, oh, this is a cute story. Like this character, every time she's embarrassed, she turns red. Yes. Like blushing. Yes, I get it, Miles. Yeah, like, I'm just like, I'm just, I get it's it. just like, I just, I saw this trailer and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? I got your fucking number, Pixar. It's been a decade of this shit. It's been a decade. Where's Lizzo? Yeah, Yeah, come on. Yeah, where is she? It's only a matter of time, Dude, if Lizzo's in the movie, if Lizzo's in the movie, and by the way, her little, her, like, diverse little friend group, there's, I I don't remember there being a single black person in her diverse little friend group. There is a black person, never mind. (laughs) I just looked. But I was gonna say, because she could have been Lizzo. Yeah. yeah, but no, yeah, maybe next time, right? Maybe next yeah, time. maybe when maybe when they steal sketch from me, we'll finally yeah, get our and umbrella. That, and, then, dude, and then it's like big fat liar, and then you and I have to go to Hollywood <laughs> to get get back. I don't know, get back at the producers at Disney. Yeah, Sam, I gotta be really honest with you. Big I fat take, mouse. I wouldn't. I wouldn't fucking take you to to Hollywood because I need to bring a girl. I need to bring a girl who can be a secretary. I'd bring I'd bring Yoink. Oh, okay. actually, Yoink is a Yoink is a terrible choice. No offense to Yoink, but but she crumbles under pressure. She could not handle a big fat liar plot. Oh come on, dude! You're telling me you're telling me I can't help put together one of the biggest pranks in uh the thing is that you would be you would be amazing at the pranks part, but I need I need a woman. I need a woman who can who can <laughs> be the woman. secretary. But I need a woman. I, dude, what if I like put on a voice? What if it was like, sorry to bother you, where like I have to, where like I have. Oh to, yeah, to you do, have like, the woman a woman voice. voice. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. Yeah, or like I, I had like Hello, a pitch machine. This is, uh, you know, uh, this is Roy Disney's office. How may I help you? Yeah, to see that shit can work out, or we could yeah. just bring, we could just bring another person. We could, we could have three people. But yeah, tickets might get a little expensive. I know LA's LA. Yeah, you know, yeah. One, one of us will. But... One of us will fly in the in, in Well, one of us will be in the luggage, like in Toy Story. One of us. One of us. Will, one of us will drive 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 down there. So we have a, we have transportation. We do need a driver because you have Turk from Scrubs as the driver of that movie. We do need one. Yeah. Well, we just have to. No. Well, what we do is once we get to the the airport, one we'll just con con someone out of it. Be like, yeah, I'm a I'm a uh. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a I'm a fucking uh, I'm Mr. Stroop. No, no, I just have the idea. It's like it, like the the entire plan. It's like yeah, we're just gonna go down and uh, and go there. And and the and there's only one person, and it's just a bunch of uh, text written in Arabic. And it's like oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, hello, I'm Ichbun. <laughs> yeah, and it, and the guy just like stares at you, and he's like, oh, okay, like yeah, yeah. He's just like a youper. He's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll take you where you want to go. Where are you headed? Oh, damn. What oh, I see you're man. heading to Disney. You got a, you got a little meeting there at Disney? Something like that. Hey, well, uh, you know, I wish you good luck. Uh, you know, City of Dreams and all. Okay, if you uh, ever need me for your uh, for your revenge plot against, uh, you know, against Dad John Lasseter, you, uh, you just let me know. 
All right, I got. I really don't got nothing to do uh, for the next couple weeks. So uh, yeah, you just let me know, and I'll help you out. But <laughs> thank you, thank you very much, sir. We appreciate you. Uh, and then now here's the played game. by Lizzo. <laughs> Dude, it's is it played her? by Lizzo? Yeah. Dude, let's let's have her be Dude, the limo then... driver. Lizzo the limo driver. Yes. Yeah, she's the trying end of the to movie, break she... into Hollywood, but yeah, she's, she she's gets the role as the umbrella yokai at the end of the movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's cuz she's trying to be the actor, right? The movie, the, the... Yeah, in the movie, yeah. Yo, perfect. Per- dude, perfect. Dude, they should have tasked us to do the Big Fat Liar remake. Yeah, and not we those, done a great those job. other fucks. Those fucking hacks, yeah. Dude, I could write Big Fat Liar. I could. But, <laughs> yeah, oh, easily, easily. But, Miles, speaking of Disney, I'm, we're, not, we're, not done with the, we're not done with the mouse yet today. Because right. I, I got to talk to you about this, this movie. In, in Encanto. Disney's Encanto. Now, Miles, you said you haven't heard of this movie. Nope, not at all. That's, pr- that's a problem. Because it comes out next fucking week. Oh, no. So, th- dude, this movie, I saw a trailer of it yesterday when I was watching uh, Riverdale. Again, shout out. This looks like one of those... It, it looked like this. I was like, is this one of these like made-for-TV like ripoff movies? It looks like one of like you know how when you like you know how Bugs Life and Ants Yeah, it's a movie that takes place in Colombia and uh not the place uh from Bioshock Infinite from the real real place. The actual Columbia. country of Colombia. Actual cl- country of Colombia. And I just saw a trailer and it just kinda looked like a fun, like like, you know, kind of Spanish theme inspired like musical adventure, like Coco and and book of life and it's just like it, it just looked it just i watched the trailer it just looked like a a like made for dvd like transmorpher style movie dude like i just got a really weird vibe from the, the trailer and it's interesting looking online it has a 91 percent on rotten tomatoes 71 percent on metacritic so people are are liking this movie that's the disney it seems bump. That's the Disney bump. It is the Disney bump, but it I, it just, dude, I don't know, dude. It just looks like, I've just, like, seen it before. It just looks like I've seen it before. It's because all these Disney designs look exactly the same. And you know what? I, there's something going on, like, in the, uh, in these, in these like, screenshots. There's something wrong with the lighting and the textures. It's, it's like, it's all too oversimplified. But yeah, it's, it's and because, I'm, like... Like, look up the trailer for Seeing Red. Like, this is what Disney does now, is they just have these characters with fucking giant schnozzes. Don't try to tell me... Don't don't try to tell me there's not enough Jewish representation in movies, okay? <laughs> Alright, with Harvey Firestein and, and all these schnoz characters in Disney films, man, we're well-fed right now. It's a good, it's a good time to have a, a Jewish nose. Too bad I don't have one. My nose is so small. My head is so small. It's not very Jewish of me. No. It's a shame. Very, very, very unfortunate. But yeah, I, I, yeah, it's just like, I don't know, man. American animation is in a rough, rough spot. Yeah. I feel. Yep. Especially. I mean, movies. here's the deal. Maybe seeing red's good. 
Maybe I, in, in I'm Kung gonna Fu have to good. assume. I'm gonna have to assume that C and Red is probably gonna be pretty good, and I'll watch it. and I'll probably like it. I just like that trailer. I was just like, oh come on, again, you guys, again. You can't just tell a story that just happens. They don't do that anymore. They don't just have stories anymore. It's all. It's always got to be rooted in something. Yeah. Some ancient. Now, Miles, we have about half an hour left in the show, and I came up with a with 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 a game. Obviously, we've done tier lists before, um, multiple times on the show. Serial mascot power level tier list, of course, blue. Not an official tier list. Food. We didn't work that hard for the blue one. Yeah, we didn't work that hard on the blue one. But we still did it, and we still talked about it for like 20 minutes. That's I came up with an idea for something I wanted to do with you, and it's a D&D alignment chart. Okay. Where we, where, so, obviously, the, those quadrants, of course, for those who aren't familiar, lawful good, lawful neutral, lawful evil, neutral good, True neutral, chaotic neutral, chaotic good, chaotic neutral, chaotic evil. Nine categories. I have nine different names for Nintendo's fourth generation console, which is called, Miles? The Super Nintendo? Yeah, so I have nine different names for the Super Nintendo. And we're going to place them on this alignment chart. You're talking about titles, like games from the Super Nintendo? No, not titles. No, different names we refer to the Super Nintendo console as. Oh, like so SNES. I have nine officially sanctioned titles here for the Super Nintendo. First up. Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Calling uh, it Super Nintendo Entertainment System. The Super Super Nintendo Entertainment System. I'm going to say that's Lawful Evil. Why Lawful Evil? Because technically that is correct. The Super Nintendo Entertainment System is correct, but like so so you are you are doing, you know, you are saying it correctly. You're yes. you're 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 adhering to the rules. That's lawful. But no one fucking calls it that. And to go out of your way to call it that is a dick move. That's the evil part. It's lawful evil. Okay. Now, here's the here's the thing. The rule is none can share the same quad. Yeah, I figured as much. They so, all have to, so they all have to we be might have to revisit yeah. some of these because, because there's more. But next one, Super Nintendo. I'm going to say that's true neutral. True neutral? Interesting. Interesting. Me personally, I think there's a one later on that is better fitting for true neutral. I think Super Nintendo is lawful neutral. That's fair. I I feel like you can't get mad. You can't you can't be mad when someone says Super Nintendo. But that that's why I say it's true neutral. It it is it is it, it is the baseline. It is when we're born, we're free of sin. We are naked. That is true neutrality. The Super okay. Nintendo is free of sin. It is free of sin. Okay, I will mark it. I will mark it as true neutral for now. But we might. We may have to. We revisit might it. revisit that. That's fair. Super NES. 
Super oh. NES, Miles. Super NES. Ooh. Uh. See, okay, here's the thing. I think that is true evil. <laughs> or what's it? No, true uh neutral evil. Neutral evil? Okay. Neutral evil. That's the because and that's not that's not we're not a chaotic evil. There's one on this list that 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 will take that spot. Okay. But that I just know. I just I just know. But Super NES is that's pretty heinous. It's pretty heinous. But is it is it as heinous as Super NES? Oh, actually saying the word Super NES? Super NES. Ooh, that's a good question. Uh Super NES. You know what? No, that might that might be our chaotic evil. Cha- Super NES is chaotic evil for now. We'll see. Okay, we we might have to go back go back to the drawing board. Next up, a nice one. SNES. SNES, I think, is tr- uh, is uh, true or is neutral good. Neutral good. I I I'm I'm inclined to agree. No, I yeah. feel like it's while it can't be in the top spot because it's a it's an acronym. I yeah. feel like, but, but that's what people call it. It's probably people, the most popular name for it. Is yeah, is the SNES yeah, and it's really respected. And then. On that level, SNES. SNES is chaotic good. <laughs> chaotic good. Why do you say it's chaotic good? Because it's a derivative of the SNES, which is the true is the neutral good. But you are kind of having a lark with it. You're exact. You're saying the exact same thing, and you are you are acknowledging it as the name that everyone wants it to be. But you're saying it in a funny way. So there's a chaotic element to it. That's chaotic good. <laughs> Okay, I, 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 great explanation. I agree with that. Super Famicom. Oh, I mean that's just what it is in Japan, right? That might, yeah, you know but what? it's, that's one, true of, it's one of the nine names. It's one of the nine names. That's true neutral because that's neutral. that's its pure essence. And we'll move Super Nintendo up to lawful good. Yeah, I feel like that's like that's what people call it. Like yeah, su- it's it super is the Nintendo. Super Nintendo. The the thing Think is, it- Super Famicom is the purest version of the Super Nintendo. It is what it was in Japan. It's just what it is, and and that's why it's true neutral. Again, it yeah. is it is naked of sin. SFC, the SFC, SFC, Ooh. the SFC. That's the Super Famicom, but uh, yes, oh. yes, but it, but um, and ac- the oh. acronym. I'm going to say that that's, I think that's lawful neutral. Yeah, we don't, yeah, we don't, we have not used that yet. Lawful. I think lawful, that's lawful neutral. neutral because, because that's the, that's the equivalent of SNES for Famicom. Yes, it's, yeah, S, <laughs> I, I, I mean, how do you, f- I mean, Cause yeah, so we have yeah, because we have SNES at neutral, neutral good, lawful yeah, and then we'll have yeah SFC and lawful neutral, yeah, and then last but not least, Miles, Super Comboy. That's uh, that's obviously chaotic evil, <laughs> which is by the way what it's called in Korea. Yeah, no one calls it that. That's lawful evil. S- the super Comboy. 
chaotic chaotic evil so that means super superness is left with let's see we've used lawful good neutral good chaotic good true oh we we haven't used a um what's a neutral good uh, I'm oh sorry. yeah or, or what what, or what are we well, discussing it, uh neutral good neutral good and neutral evil it's neutral good true neutral and neutral evil because neutral evil is super nes oh i'm sorry neutral good is snes yeah and then we're okay so we're missing oh we're missing chaotic good S- well, super, that's what super I said. NES chaotic good or excuse me uh, super NES super NES chaotic good yeah I guess that is chaotic good I guess that's what it has to be because again yeah, it's still that, recognizing the, the no I'm sorry sn- I'm sorry SNES is chaotic good yeah SNES is chaotic good that's what I said okay my my bad so, okay so su- super NES it must be chaotic neutral then yeah. Yes. Super nice. That's the one we haven't used. Chaotic. Okay. News chaotic neutral. Well, we did it. Okay. Yay. That didn't take up the whole episode. We're full. Fuck. Shit. That only took 15 minutes, Sam. That only took 15 minutes. Yeah, that's good. I've been racing around in Forza. I have like 20 hours in that game. Nice. How is again, Forza? By by the way, I can't believe it got snuffed. I can't believe it got snuffed. No, I I can. I can believe it got snuffed because even though it, it's literally one of the highest rated games of all fucking time, according to Metacritic and according to the last fucking ten years, it's not. It's a fucking car game, so it's not fucking art. It's unbelievable. And you know what the worst part is? SMT five got snuffed too. Yeah. No. SMT five getting. Here's the thing. SMT five getting snuffed. I was fine with because I was like, oh, it probably came out too late for the the submissions. Nope, no. It's the best JRPG. So I was yeah. like, okay, that's bullshit. It's bullshit. You know what fucking doesn't belong there? Fucking, fucking Ratchet and Clank and Metroid Dread. Neither of those belong there. Definitely not. And no, in Deathloop. Fucking Deathloop's the first one that needs to go, dude. That's the only game on there that's like, that's the only game on that list that's of questionable quality to me, Deathloop. I think Ratchet and Clank and like Metroid Dread, those are like good games, but they're like sixes and sevens. Yeah, exactly. You know? Like, like I'm, I'm talking about like no meme unless something fucking awful happens to SMT in the end. This game is is it, this is like a nine for me, and it's a nine with la- with poor performance. I I would be inclined to call this a ten if, like, a personal ten if yeah. the performance was good, right? Because, like, okay, everyone fucking loves Persona, right? Everyone fucking obsesses over Persona. Like, and Persona 5 got lauded because the JRPG mechanics were, were so good. Like, they also like the, the story elements, but, like, everyone loved what it did for JRPGs. And, like, to me, like, this is, this is, like, the true JRPG experience. It's tactical, it's creative, it's, it's thoughtful, it's fucking hard as nails, uh, and and it's it's seemingly endless in terms of builds, in terms of you know ways to to game stats, break the game, control things. It's a really like as a numbers game, it's it's not streamlined, but as as an in, a game you interface with, it's very streamlined. And the difficulty's fucking pitch perfect. Like 
I think on normal, at least. I don't know about how it is on hard. Like, it's fucking great. All this shit's great. Oh, and by the way, if you're a fucking accessibility asshole, there's a fucking casual mode and a safety mode. There are two modes if you're a pussy. You can get through this video game. There is no excuse not to get through SMT. There is no excuse. So, like, other than people just maybe not being that impressed with the story... I don't think that there's, like, anything that this game, that, that I could really say that this game fucks up at. Maybe some of the level design, there's some level design that I'm not a, a big fan of, like, but, I don't, but otherwise, like, but, like, it's, it's this, like, great RPG sandbox. It's so interestingly laid out and well done, and it's, it's great. I love this game. And, like, that shit needs to be fucking game of the year. But, like, again, Metroid Dread, Ratchet & Clank, great games. But if Metroid Dread or Ratchet & Clank were not Metroid or Ratchet, I they guarantee you that they would not be on that list. They got they got the they got the we can pay for it bump. They got the we can afford to have this on the main stage. Yeah, that, yeah, that, fir- yeah, that first party fucking... The first that, party yeah, the privilege, first party baby. bump. Um... Yeah, you know, and you know, I'm just, I, and I'm, you know what, I'm gonna throw my hat in the ring. You know what I'm gonna say is gonna is, should win this year. Psychonauts two or it takes two. It takes two. It takes two. I hope so. I, think, I want. I I, think, I always will hope for the indie game to win. Yeah, or the because small it takes two is is an indie game made by an auteur who is recognized by the Game Awards uh, for saying fuck the Oscars because he's based, um, and. Uh, and it's it's probably one of the most interesting, thoughtful like uses of the medium in a while. The reason I have not played It Takes Two, because you said, Miles, we need to play It Takes Two. And I said, fuck no. Because I'm playing that with my significant other. Because that's how that game is meant to be fucking played. But, but, well, well, here we are at the end of the year and we still haven't played it. So we can, just, can we just play the game? Can we, yeah, just, sure. can we just... Sure. Why because not? I kind of because here's the thing that I, I find interesting, Miles. All these games are under 20 hours, and five of them are 10 hour games. Yeah, the only game that's not a 10 hour game that was nominated for. By the way, if you just just in case you didn't see, it was Deathloop, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, um, Metroid Dread, Metroid Dread, Resident Evil 8, It Takes Two, and Psychonauts 2. Um, yeah, which by the way, Resident Evil Village is my is my tertiary pick. If if it takes two doesn't win, I want it to be Resident Evil Village. It will not be Resident Evil Village. No, nah, I won't do it. I I don't feel like I I don't Resident Evil has a lot of love and a lot of clout in the in the game journalism like sphere, but I don't think it has enough to pull like a game of the year W. It just does. Yeah, I think the only time Resident Evil Village could have a chance. This is the first time since Resident Evil 4 that that any Resident Evil game had a fucking shot at being uh, a game of the year. And it's and actually Resident, uh, Evil, Resident 4, Evil 2 remake was nominated for game of the year the year it came out. But but it came out in 2019, right? It came out in 2019 yes. where there was not an obvious choice, but there were choices that were more likely to win. There was Death yeah. Stranding, there was Smash Bros Ultimate, and there was Sekiro. And Sekiro. Yeah. And and all of those had a better shot at winning for one reason or another. From and soft. control too. Yes, and was, control was also in there. Yeah, control is chance. control is accessible. Um, it has a more f- of a focus on story. It's more conventional for game journals, which they love. 
Um, Smash Bros. Ultimate is is a nostalgic IP. It's by Nintendo, which means that it's a safe choice for people who are iffy about some of the other games. Um, it's clearly polished, and it's clearly got a lot of effort. Death Stranding, despite being, you know, sort of um, controversial that year, was, uh, you know, was made by an auteur. It had a lot of love from the people who did like the game a lot. Um and it also had that prestige of of um, Sony, you know, first party cinematic game, even though yeah. it's not a cinematic game in the slightest. It's cinematic, but it's also a game, so it doesn't count. Um, and then you know, and again, Sekiro, From Soft, everyone loves Dark Souls, you know, like and and Dark Souls was always snuff, uh, snubbed every year. So this was sort of an Oscar, uh, an Oscar situation of like the uh, the um, the cycle of of um, if if an award gets snubbed, it'll get something next you know the next time it, it rolls around because they kind of owe that person so um th- those were the games of 2019 that had a better shot and like resident evil 2 even though that was probably a lot of people's games of the year um it it didn't have the pedigree it was a remake of of a game that people loved from 1998 and it was great and it was well made yeah um but if you're a journalist and you're self-important uh, you're going to be like, that's not enough. That's not enough for me. And Devil May Cry 5 was never going to win. Devil May Cry 5 had no fucking shot. Which is such a shame. Such a shame. Yeah. That's a fucking awesome game. Yeah, so oh. like 20, 2021, Re- like, again, Resident Evil 4 could get Game of the Year in 2005 because it's the great, it's one of the greatest fucking video games ever made. Uh, Resident Evil Village could get Game of the Year in 2021 because this year is like, it's, oh my god, it's a buffet of of like sevens. It's a fucking buffet of sevens. But but here's the thing, Miles. It's it's not the actual year itself. Twenty twenty one was really good. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. The 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 that, electees. Yeah, the actual the electees. electees is like really mediocre, and people are like, "Wow, what a shit year!" When it's like, "No, you've relegated all the nine out of tens and ten out of tens." To so the like fucking own their own categories. Their fucking yeah. own free category, dude. SMT five is competing with Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Oh, and you know, you know what I said to Tom. You know what I said. I said against all odds, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven will win the RPG award. Dude, guilt. Dude, Guilty Gear Strive was not nominated nominated for game direction, best game direction, despite being made by an incredible gaming auteur that does everything. For that fucking series. It was not nominated for best art direction. Despite being no joke like the greatest looking video game I've just ever seen. Just period. When it comes to just pure visuals. And it was not nominated for its soundtrack. That was so good. It was so iconic. Like numerous songs. Were like the subject of of memes and were shared and... and it was like relevant gaming lore. It was like all this shit. It was like Disaster of Passion, like all these sub even self and all this stuff. No noms for any of that shit. Guilty Gear? Oh, best fighting game. Hanging out with Demon Slayer the Himanari Chronicles, which is here because five fighting games typically don't come out in a fucking year. Where's you know, is Melty Blood like, on there? Of course, Melty Blood's yes. not on there. Why am I asking? Oh, is yeah, it really? no, Melty Blood's on there. That's yeah, dude, impre- because okay, that's impressive. There's only five miles. Nothing else came out this year. It's Guilty Gear Strive, Melty Blood, VF5, Virtual Fighter Five Ultimate Showdown. Which, granted, it's like it's like 
a, it's more significant than just a, a remaster. Yeah. Um, well, didn't KOF but, also come out this year, or was that last year? Yeah, KOF fifteen. KOF came out this year. Yeah. Got got not was nominated and and uh, in Demon Slayer. Yeah. Like and it's like yeah. So so because that's because what else can you do? Dude, you here here is my here's my lineup for game of the year. Okay. Here's yeah. my lineup. Ready? All right. And this is just based on like quality and and everything. Okay. Shin Megami Tensei Five, Monster Hunter Rise, um, Resident Evil Village. Uh oh, what else would I put there? Um, I guess yeah, we'll leave Psychonauts two in there. Why the fuck not? Right? It takes two, yeah. Psychonauts two, and it takes two. They can stay. Um. Oh, and Forza. There's your yeah. six. There's your six. Yeah. And and yeah, I want pretty... SMT to win, but it wouldn't happen. Yeah, mine's pretty mine's pretty similar. Mine is probably Returnal, Forza, SMT5, It Takes Two. Um I really like Cyber Shadow. I don't know if I'd nominate it for Game of the Year. I'd probably I'm down to here's the deal. Like, there's a lot of pretty great stuff that I can like waver on. Like Psychonauts 2, Village. I, I'm like, oh, I'm kind of cool if you're here. I'm, I'm, I'm also like, I'm not. Too yeah, disappointed I, I was genuinely not. surprised to see Village there because I, I liked Village a lot. I, I, in fact, I would, I would say I loved Village, but I love Village from a very personal standpoint of like, I like Resident Evil. I like seeing Resident Evil do interesting, different things, and I love like dark fairy tales. That was what I was. Yeah. That dude, when I realized that this game was was like just like Resident Evil's take on a dark fairy tale, I was like, this is the fucking greatest thing. But like. I'm also like, but you know, like the the combats, like, well, the combat's not bad at all. The combat's fun, but like the combat scenarios aren't as good as they could be. There's there's not as many like really great environments or segments and shootouts. Um, it's I don't know. It's it's a great game, but it's and it's one of my favorite Resident Evil games. But but again, from a very personal standpoint, I think if we were talking about the quality of most Resident Evil games, it's probably not even in the top four, like of the mainline games. It's probably it's probably closer to like the the bottom four as far as mainline goes. Which is funny, because when it came out, you said it was in your, like, top, like, three. And I still say that. I still say that. I'm just talking about, like, like if I was, like, if I had to make a list, and I had to make a list based on on merit, specifically. Because yeah. for me, it's... it's Because here's the thing. Resident Evil 2 would be below Resident Evil Village, for me. Because I don't like Resident Evil 2 as much as the rest of the planet. I'm talking about the original Resident Evil 2, not the remake. Okay. Um, and frankly, I would put Resident Evil Remake below Resident Evil 2, because I don't really like the remake that much, but that's, that's just because it's not my thing, it's fine, not for me, um, I'm fine with that, though, because, like, everyone else fucking loved it, and I'm happy for them, um, like, that game was pretty uh, good, you know what I mean, (laughs) yeah, no, like, I don't have a problem with that, Uh, here's the thing, like, my, my issue is more just, like, with the, the controls and the way that it kind of, the way that it deals with survival horror is through making a game that that is very rule bound but very inconsistent, deliberately oh, okay. inconsistent, and yeah. and and that's here's the thing. I see that, I recognize that, and I respect that. But it's not what I like out of Resident Evil. I like that Resident Evil is this kind of like arcade adventure game where you can get it down to a fucking science. Where like the most randomness in Resident Evil um, normally is how many bullets will it take to to kill a zombie, um, but in this game, it's like, will your bullets even stagger the zombie? Will the headshot even work? Like, thing, things like that where I'm like, I don't mind that in theory, but I don't like it in practice. Because I'm not scared, I'm just like, 
I mean, and it's because I just don't get scared. Mr. X is fucking awesome, though. Mr. X is great. Um, but for me, I, it was just a case of, of me being like, this isn't scary. Like, inconsistency isn't scary. To me, it's just, it, it just makes, it changes how I play. I'm just, I'm yeah. just making different, I'm just making decisions that involve running around things more because I can't guarantee that a fight will work. Um, so, I don't know. It was, it was interesting. I'm, I don't have a, again, I don't have a problem with, with how that game is designed. It's just not for me. Um, but yeah, no, I know. I hear where, I hear where you're getting yeah, at. And it's scary. And it's, just, and it's scary to people who aren't me and I wouldn't take that from them. Yeah. But it's, I, I would just like, really like, I'm just really like annoyed with the nominees this year, just because I feel like this is, this was the year because really like, really this was the year that like, Forza could have won. Yeah. Yeah. Or like Forza could have won or, or we could have given, you know, love to again, SMT five, super hardcore JRPG, you know, one of the best yeah, returnal, a, a unique the kind of, uh, you know, a unique but, like, kind of, yeah, um, a triple a third person shooting meets like roguelite, which is a genre mostly reserved for like independent games yeah, and stuff. And in that's interesting. Space. Yeah. Right. Or, it, or uh, obviously like it takes two. like, here's the deal. There's interesting stuff nominated. Like I actually think like all six of these games for for some for reasons better or ill some of them like they're all interesting games to get nominated i just think like deathloop and ratchet and dread are just not really on the level of a lot of the other games that came out in some more alternative genres and i feel like those games aren't getting the respect they should get from yeah. the game awards because they're not in, like a mainline genre you know, that, that's my or, big or from thing a of like big th- IP. They're not from a big IP and they're not a mainline genre. Cause, cause that's my, that's my big thing. Like Resident Evil Village, I think does belong on the game of the year docket, but I would I love agree. to see, I would love to see Resident Evil Village on a game of the year docket. That's just got nothing but weird shit on it because Resident Evil Village is kind of weird. Like, yeah. yes, it's a Resident Evil vi- game, but it's a Resident Evil open world horror game. Like or yeah. open sandbox horror game where with the, this kind of unfolding map, and and it's just fucking fascinating. It's yeah, and it's, it's really like action tale. focused. Yeah, it's action focused except for when it isn't, and and it's it's got two castles basically, like like the equivalent of 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 these of two different like Resident Evil maps are in this game. It's like exploration based. I mean, it does remind me of the Evil Within two, but better. Um, no yeah. offense to Evil Within two. I just think that game's kind of mid. Um, but, like, it genuinely feels like this really unique idea for a horror game. I mean, it, it's the closest thing that we've had to Silent Hill in a while. Like, as far as, as this idea of, like, exploring this kind of desolate, dangerous town. Um, that's what Silent Hill is. And, and this kind of surreal, dark tone, like, that's what Silent Hill is, too. I mean, Resident Evil Village is their answer to Silent Hill, and they have said so up front, and I love that about it. It's fascinating to see Resident Evil do Silent Hill, and and it, that's why I think it belongs there. But, like, SMT5 is interesting. It Takes Two is interesting. Forza 5 is interesting. Psychonauts 2 is interesting. What was the other thing that I fucking said that I would put on there? Uh, Returnal. Yeah, Returnal's fucking interesting. I didn't say I would put yeah. Returnal because I didn't play it, but I would put Returnal there because it is interesting. Oh, I said Monster Hunter Rise. Monster Hunter Rise yeah, was my yeah. for Returnal. Because if I played Returnal, I guarantee you I would have put Returnal on there too. Yeah, and like also, and for the record, Monster... By the way, also, Monster Hunter Rise is nominated for Best RPG, but Bullshit. not nominated for Best Action? It It's because it has numbers, Sam. It can't be an RPG. It's got numbers. But it's like literally not... A role-playing game but you know it's not nominated for best role-playing game 
fucking Neo, the world ends with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, That's like, weird. It, it, like, it, what a weird, really weird, strange, like, absence. And it's, just, a, like, it's a year where where great things just got overlooked for some reason. And you know yeah, what? They it's got overlooked for stupid, arbitrary reasons based on the type of games that they were. And it's really obnoxious and annoying to see, like what what people what what is being presented as sort of like the premier gaming award show nominate a bunch of mid-ass shit yeah and like for me here's the thing rise goes in best action game we put neo in best rpg and nothing is right with the world but we're close we're closer because right because fucking neo could be in fucking best you know rpg because guess who has a lot of money is fucking square enix yeah, it's they could like, afford they could afford to to bribe their game into the game awards, or or like and, and like b- dude for like best indie game this year like there's some good stuff on there forgotten obviously like Forgotten City, um, Death Store which I really want to play but then Twelve Minutes is also nominated, dude people were super fucking divisive and split on fucking Twelve Minutes when that shit came out and people thought it was really really annoying and that the fucking game didn't care like did it, its idea couldn't carry through to the fucking finish line but we're nominating that because as fucking Willem De- because we can invite Willem Dafoe and Daisy Ridley to the fucking show because they're in the game we can invite them to to the show is that why this is nominated and that's absolutely why it's, it's we didn't is in, did Inscription fucking... get nominated yes it got nominated okay um I mean that's to be expected but also like I didn't get to talk about. Inscription I know you're this you're week. you're sad. You're sad. I'm I'm mad, dude. I'm actually mad about inscription. I I'll tr- I'll try and keep this one brief if I can. But yeah, like, no, we we can cut some stuff out in the middle part of the show. Go off. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'll cut out the seeing red shit because fuck it, Just fuck it. I talk too much about that garbage. Um, yeah, inscription is is like definitive proof that like I I I wrote Daniel Mullins get off TV tropes challenge as my review of the game to a friend of mine. Because Daniel Mullins had one of the greatest ideas I've ever fucking seen. And he said, eh, eh. what if it was a creepypasta? And I was like, nope, nope, turn back. You fucked up. Stop. Stop it. Just make a normal fucking game, Daniel Mullins. Because Daniel Mullins had the best idea I've ever fucking seen in my life. Which is you're in a cabin with a crazy person. And the crazy person says, you know, play this game or die. You're going to get through my game. The game's not fair. The game is cutthroat. The game is brutal. The game has a constantly changing set of rules, and you have to constantly make hard decisions, and if you lose, you fucking die. And then there's this adventure game element where you gotta solve puzzles around this guy's cabin to, like, beat him at his own game because he, you know, because, like, even if you win, he finds a way to, like, kill you. And yeah. and so, like, I was like, this is great. This is a great, like, idea. Like, you, you're trapped in a cabin with a killer DM, right? Yeah. And then it turns out the whole thing was inside of a killer EXE program, which was on a floppy disk, which was based on a game that was called Inscription until the AIs got really sad about not being real and decided to take over the video game. And by the and way, it's like a side scroller, right? Yeah, and it's a Pokemon-esque game. Oh, okay. Um, like a pixel art game. And it was so funny because it introduces these different deck types. And the different deck types are, like, fine. But, like, 
the pixel art on the decks are like so aggressively pixel art. I can't fucking read a single fucking thing or tell what the images are supposed to be on the cards sometimes. I'm like, I'm like squinting to just figure out what is on these cards. And it's just so funny that I'm like, and, and by the way, if this was like a short, like, I don't know, 20 minute interlude or something where you play this fake card game and then the game gets back on track, I'd be fine with it. But it's like two or three hours. So the first third of inscription is maybe three hours long. Okay. And then you play two or three hours of this Pokemon like card game, which by the way, is just card hero from Nintendo. Like, like old ass fucking Nintendo in sys game card, card hero battle. I think it's called, um, and then the third half of the game is more like the first half where it's this 3D game and it involves like a killer mastermind and there's this adventure game element to it. But like why why did we why why didn't we just why why didn't we just stick to the good idea that you had? When I saw the fucking trailer for Inscription, I was like this game is cool, it's brilliantly presented, it's theatrical, it's genius. The presentation is genius in this game because it is just the most high effort DM card game I've ever fucking seen. Like all the like basically anytime you come to an encounter on the map, the DM puts on a mask and starts doing a different voice like and his like cadence changes and he's like yeah. narrating in this really scary way. All the decisions are really interesting. The mechanics are interesting. The presentation's genius. It's dark. It's gritty. It's scary. And then everything to do with the bullshit fucking creepypasta ass garbage is like not scary at all. It, it fucking makes the, the first third of the game worse because you realize, oh, there was no danger. There was literally never any danger. I was not playing as a character who was, who was in danger. And by the way, I fucking like... Say what you will about, like, Doki Doki Literature Club, right? Because Doki Doki Literature Club has has its detractors who are like, oh, it's fucking stupid. It's just dumb. Or, like, Undertale, who, you know, it ha that has its detractors, right? But you have to admit, at the very least, those games have the fucking balls to be like, there is not a main character. There is just you. And you are at the center of this. All of your decisions and everything you do... You are responsible for this killer program that is on your computer. Like, in the, and he's not even brave enough to do that. Instead, it stars Luke Carter, who is a YouTuber named The Lucky Carter. And he opens cards on his YouTube channel. Well, that sucks. Yeah, it really does. I'm I'm just my final words for this week before we close out is Metal By Gear Solid means. 2 Sons of Liberty came out in 2001. It's over. You can't do it again. Yeah, no. And You're all, late and to the fucking too, meta party. The pro and yeah, and also you just can't like the internet's ruined meta shit. It's just it's completely fucking borked and ruined meta shit. That's just like you just know now. Like cuz even like I, I I here's the deal. I learned that inscription genre like radically changes genre and game type from you however i knew that everything was not what what it seems from when people were talking about the game like i heard about this game through word of mouth and it was coming from people who were like oh it's really cool but it's not what it seems Ooh. and it's like <sighs> so i knew some yeah, shit great. was a monk with it but it's it's a shame that it's like it's a game that's really good, and then just it turns into a much lesser game. You know what it reminds me of? The Messenger. Yes, the we messenger were talking about this. Is like an incredible masterclass in two D platforming for like two and a half hours, 
and then it becomes a metroidvania for no reason and just throws the whole game off the cliff for no reason and i yeah that's how i feel and, it be, and the game just becomes way lesser and it's like god what the fuck so i empathize but yeah that that's that's rough but if you if you want to shit on inscription too head on down to the crack house discord if you want to be a true carter <laughs> but oh i didn't his name is luke c a r d e r you thought it was carter Car- didn't you Car- yeah carter. initially i heard carter but then yeah. you said his name was the lucky carter and i'm like oh i i get it i get it we, we can i just say we owe hideo kojima an apology because if this guy can fucking name his character Luke Carter, a.k.a. The Lucky Carter, Hideo Kojima, Kojima can name a character Die Hardman, alright? Thank you, good night. Anime thighs when she opened up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight, I just really want to pipe. Oh my gosh, she got them big ass titties, she's only five. Anime thighs when she opened up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight, I just really want to pipe. Oh my gosh, she got them big ass titties, she's only five. Hey. Bitch, I'm about to fuck this cutie, so I whip out my katana And I knock this little bitch out with just one hit like I'm Saitama Why you act like you retarded, like little bitch, I don't want drama I still hit when she says no, don't understand when she don't wanna, a Sword fighting with my penis like I'm in a fucking dojo All these bitches want me like my name was fucking Jojo Asian penis is too tiny like it was a no-show Bitch, don't watch a coochie, watch anime with the bros, though with my motherfucking bitch I might pull up, give those thighs a little motherfucking kiss And man, if you talking shit, tell Ryuki you on a list Yeah, your sister is my groupie, she take this anime Dick. Okay, okay, like little bitch, I don't care if that fat ass is too deep. Score a bounty on that pussy, you can call me Spike Lee. Putting out fire, getting ice, bitch, I'm Todoroki. And if you got some shit to say, then you can say it to me. Anime thighs, when she opened up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight, I just really want to pipe. Oh my gosh, she got them big ass titties, she's only five. Anime thighs, when she opened up so wide,